Los Angeles Times, California, a, f- quote, failure to launch, end quote, why young people are having less sex, by Hannah Fry, staff writer, August 3rd, 2023. Vivian Rose figured she would eventually have sex. She was raised in a Christian household in Washington State and thought sex before marriage would be the ultimate rebellion. But then college came and went and no sex. Even flirting felt unnatural, she said. In her early 20s, she watched someone she followed on Tumblr come out as asexual and realized that's how she felt. She had yet to develop romantic feelings for anyone. And the physical act of sex just didn't sound appealing. A quote below and continued. For what researchers say is an array of reasons, including technology, heavy academic schedules, and an overall slow-motion process of growing up, millennials and now Gen Zers are having less sex with fewer partners than their parents and grandparents did. The social isolation and transmission scares of the COVID-19 pandemic have no doubt played a role in the shift, but researchers say that that's not the whole story. The, quote, no rush for sex, end quote, trend predates the pandemic, according to a solid body of research. Article continues. So... Some of the uh, farther statistics, farther down in the article, it, it, it was a full article. It was a good read. Yes. Thank you, Speechify. Anyway, okay. But yes, they gave statistics explaining. First, I'll say, yay, I'm actually a millennial forerunner in that movement, and I am proud of that. Yes. All right, Forerunner. Ah, Toyota. Anyway, but yeah, I don't even, I think Toyota does still make the Forerunner. Anyway, persons age 18 to 30 in the year 2021, 38% of them had not had sex in the past year. And that was up from 2011, in which 22% of people aged 18 to 30, and I was included in that number, yes, because in 2011, I was in that group, and 22% of people aged 18 to 30 
did not have sex with a partner in the past year. And I, I, I think that's interesting. Now, I don't know if I... No, because... Okay, l- let's do it. The year 2011. I would have been... That would have been the year that I turned 28. Who was I dating at 28? I don't know. Oh, yes. I remember that time. Do you remember the time? Yes. Yeah, I I, I remember this one dude I was dating because I was living in D.C., and um, he, he was, anyway, I, I don't need to talk about him. Although for crying out loud, I'm sharing so much with everybody today. I might as well. But yeah, he was beautiful. I did that for, that's five, so it's been just a couple. Okay, yes, yay. So... I, I think we, so contrary to what I said, as far as I was able to talk to guys in such a way to when I felt that it was time to end the relationship, that they would be like, that they, they would bring, I would be able to get them to bring it up and then be like, well, since you're bringing it up, but with the guy that I was dating, I think when I was 28, because I think I remember, he is one of the uh, people who just broke up with me. You know, I was like, uh, Aaron, I am done. And I, I was like, what? But you're so beautiful, please. Anyway, but yes. So, yeah, I... I I think if they would have surveyed me, I probably would have been one of those people who's like, I have not had sex in the past year. I kind of almost always had a boyfriend, but I would not have sex, which was ridiculous of me. Oh my gosh. I just remembered who... Mm. Anyway, y'all, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. I remember the actual answer to that question, and I certainly will not, will not go into that. Talking like Dynasty. Anyway, but yeah, so... Yes, I was a proud forerunner in the low sex movement and people used to kind of tease me a little bit about it. It would be like, Aaron, I, you need more sex. I make sure that these legs get spread and (laughs) I almost cussed, but I make, I make sure I'm having sex at least multiple times a week. And I'd be like, I hear you, but I don't think I, 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 I don't know, not me, sorry. 
And I often talk about my thought days, my sexual exploration days, and they were indeed what they were. But as I always say, it was, I was just looking for love at all the wrong bedrooms. And then when my prude days came, yes, that's right. That is right. Oh my gosh. Because yes, I was a prude who didn't have sex with anybody. Even when I was in a relationship, I wouldn't have sex with anybody from age 23 to 32. And that's at 32 is when I met the man that I initially thought I was going to marry. So I was like, well, I guess I might as well just give it all up to you now because, you know, like I've been holding on to it. Anyway, that that's a long story. So in talking with... Also, part of the reason the article spoke about um, people having less sex, they say, yes, the pandemic, of course, did play a role, and diseases also play a role, of course. And nevertheless, the decline has been going on since before the pandemic. And I was speaking with my gym trainer guy who is a 95 baby. And he, and, and this is actually what made me think of this topic and want to look it up. But he was like, yeah, you know, people in my age group, 95 and younger and such, really don't have a lot of sex. And I think that that comes from the fact that media has pushed so much sex in our lives. Everything is so sex. And it really just comes down to the lack of creativity on the part of those creating media because it's like, well, Sex sells, so I'm going to sell it. And it's like, because Gen X and younger millennials and myself got so much sex in media and everything, it's no longer like a, a rite of passage for anybody. Yeah, And I think that's exactly what it is. Like when you turn 21, I still remember when people did this when we crossed over 21 and it was like people were like yeah you know it's a rite of passage i've got to have something to drink i didn't but uh, other people did and sex is was probably also a rite of passage but the younger folk and myself i, I, I put myself over there i don't think that's why but the younger people have just been had their upbringing so saturated with sex. And I remember talking with them, the 95 baby, my gym guy, and he was like, there are shows that I will watch with my parents and I get so uncomfortable when they 
throw in those obligatory sex scenes. And I'm like, this is what he is saying. I'm like, I'm here with my parents. What are you doing showing all of this sex? Just have a good conversation and make it entertaining. I don't need sex. And again, the younger folk are having less sex. And... I remember a 30-something friend of mine I was talking with not too long ago. He had a physical interaction with a Gen Z adult, right? And I got kind of upset on the phone because I was like, I remembered myself when I was... I started my thought days at 19 and I had it up to again, 23 and I was getting upset with him on the phone a, a little bit because I, I'm like, I know when I was, yes, I, I, okay. I'm being honest on today's episode. I was sucking a lot of dicks, all of the dicks that I was sucking. I would hope that it would lead to love and it never did for me, for me. Now I, I've seen other people talk about, yeah, sex on the first night, just make sure you do it good and it will lend or lead to lifetime and blissful happiness together. That works for some. It never worked that way for me. So that's why I also went into my prude days. But I was talking with him and I was like, yeah, you know, but you having sex with that younger person, a, a Gen Z adult, but you having sex with them, they might be thinking that they're building something with you just because of the fact that they let you suck their dick or you sucked their dick or wait, I think I said the same thing. Either way, there was some exchange of penal play and they might think that you're, they're building with you. And his response was, nah, like young Gen Z today, Gen Z adults today, those Gen Z folk are all about nothing but sex. All they want is sex. They just want sex. And I remember when he said that and I was like, I continued my uh, tirade uh, upset because I was like, I'm willing to bet that those older men that I engaged with age be while I was between age 19 and 23, I'm willing to bet that they said things like, man, these 80s babies, they all about sex. They just want to get some good dick. And it's like, that's not what I was looking for, you know? And I still remember, okay, and I will tell this story. It's a day of stories, a million of them. I remember this one dude who I particularly liked and we 
did that whole uh, first date thing. But we were actually, I saw him on like three dates or, or whatever. So, so I really felt that like, since he didn't end it after date one, like most of people that I was like, we are really building something. And then he was like, yeah, um, wh while I was over there, I just finished giving him head and letting him finish. And he was like, oh yeah, m my friend next door uh, um, wants me to come over. Do you want to come too? And I was like, sure. And I was really thinking like, oh, we are just building, building, building. I'm meeting his friends and everything. I am so special, so very special. And I remember sitting on his friend's couch with him and his friend was like, his friend said to him, you know, you two make a good couple. You, you two look good together. And his response was, don't say that to me. You know, I'm single, you know, I'm not dating anybody. I don't date, I don't date anyone. Thank you. And I felt so, I don't want to say cheap, but I, I guess cheap because I was like, I just finished sucking your dick across the hall in your apartment. And here you are saying, and in my mind, I was like, that means that we're dating. But here you are saying to your friend that you are not dating anybody. Anyway, so I, I, I said all that and he was, my, my friend was like, yeah, you know, these Gen Z adults are all about sex. And it's like, again, I believe that's what they said about us 80s adults when anyway i had a lot of older men i did now in the article they talk about the delayed milestones of gen z and how gen z is delaying milestones like they they are moving out of the house later and they are getting their driver's licenses later and they are starting dating and acknowledging sexuality or realizing their sexuality later in life. And they're going to college later in life. I was just talking to Kevin about that yesterday. How college is so ridiculously expensive. It's, It's difficult though, because I did look up, I asked Google my, or not my, but the average salary of somebody with a college degree versus somebody without a college degree. And there is a substantial enough difference that it's like, okay. Because I was like, yeah, but by the time you minus all the money that a college, uh, somebody with a college degree has to pay in student loans. It's just about even, but it's actually not, but still it's, 
It's complicated. And as far as the kids moving out, I had an Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. An Uber driver who was talking about how his wife's kids, because they're, it's a blended family. And he was like, her kids still live at home and they're 28, 27, 28, 25, whatever. They're in their 20s. And I I didn't know that statistic at that point, so I would have said it back then, but I I didn't realize that it's, it's a trend. Kids or children are staying home later with with their parents, taking longer to move out. And that's just is what it is. I I wonder how that's going to change things for people. And I know... They also mentioned, and by the way, Kev on stage is a fellow um, 83 baby. And he was like, I always want my kids to come home. My kids are always welcome to come home. He and his wife, you know, my kids are, our kids are always welcome to come home, bring home a boyfriend, bring home a girlfriend, whatever. You're welcome to come home. So it's like, that's the, I guess that's the new trend. Cool. And Kevin says, hi, I I wanted to say that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they talk also in the article, it was a long article. That's why this is a long topic, but they talk about how this generation of people don't or have less of a problem building an intimate connection with a partner over a great distance using the internet and stuff like that. And how a number of the people they interviewed were like, yeah, you know, my best friend lives um, across the country, but we stay in touch via the phone and video chat, you know? And once again, I I was another forerunner for that because I'm not going to lie. My honestly, some of my best friends, I do have friends up here in Cleveland. Hallelujah. That's a, a great thing. Some of my best friends are states away from me, you know, and but we stay in touch regularly. And in talking with Kevin yesterday, who was another person who is, well, technically Pennsylvania does border Ohio, but he's on the other side of Pennsylvania. So it's quite a distance. But in talking with Kevin about this topic, he explained that even his mom's best friend was a a state away. Now they move or she moved and she's in the same state, not the same city, but they're not too far apart. She she moved back um, to her home state with her husband. And anyway, but yeah. And Kevin says, hi, 
And I wonder, I question, how will media change as a result of this, as a result of this new knowledge, apparently new knowledge, that this generation is so oversexed, they're tired of it. it it's not even a thing. It, it's, it's no longer a rite of passage. Like the 21-year-old drinking um, alcohol when they turn 21, it's like, I've had alcohol since I was 15. It's not a big deal. And I remember uh, one of my favorite professors in university, she was such a diva. Uh, what does she teach? Sociology. Oh my gosh, she was amazing. Dr. Alderman Swain. Oh, I love her. She was wonderful. And she was talking about how what she did she was like, I get, I allow my kids to drink at home now. And by kids, I mean like teenagers, right? But I allow them to drink at home now because I do not want them to turn 21 and then see it as a rite of passage and then drink all that they can drink and then end up a statistic, you know? And... It's, it's kind of similar as far as young people and sex nowadays because they're getting so much at home that they don't need it when they grow up. And the article in closing, huh, the article also mentioned how birth rates are going down and they're like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to be able to support um, Social Security for the uh, people who are young adults and adults now or older adults now who are looking at retirement in the not-too-distant future because there'll be no working peop young adults to do it because they're not having kids. So once again, world, we shot ourselves in the foot. Investment. Um, Ramit Sethi, Sethi talks about uh, in the importance of investing. Yes. Mm. Oh. I didn't even... Well, all right. Like, share, subscribe, and share again. And please click like. Here we go. Next. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex today. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Reset.
248. Reset.